Hello, and welcome to our brand of sumo. Today is uh, day eight of the Natsubasho, but we're also doing day seven. That's true, that's true, because it's been a very busy weekend. It sure has. And, yeah. By the time we got home last night, um, I was a little drunk. And while that might have made for an entertaining part of the episode... I probably would have also just fallen asleep. Mm-hmm, and Micah mm-hmm. was quite tired. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, it just, it was not happening. No, it was not happening. Yes. But I'm sure you will all be glad to hear the cakes came off well. Yes. they Great. M- much praise and adulation. Yes. Maybe too much praise and adulation. Possibly too much praise and adulation. I had to escape. Mm-hmm. Luckily, there was an outside area and I just kind of ran away. Yes. Um, And people got graduated and celebrated and... Now Absolutely. we get to comparatively calm down for a little bit. Absolutely. Much less of that happening in the next few time periods. Absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, we're going to probably move through day seven pretty quickly because since we watched that one, you know, longer ago than day eight, we've probably forgotten everything. Mm-hmm. That's factually correct. So we're going to go through every belt or just kind of like blitz through still go through the bouts, I think. Okay. Inho versus Miyogiryu. Uh, Inho lost. He's now 0-7 <laughs> on day 7. Yeah, that's fair. It was uh, Kotsunagi from Miyogiryu. There wasn't much there. It went very quickly. Absolutely. Asanoyama versus Ichiyamamoto. Same thing. Uh, uh-huh. But except for Asanoyama pushes Ichiyamamoto out in a different area of the ring. He goes north instead of out uh-huh. to the other side. So, yeah. Yep. I was I was noting that it was, it's pretty hard to write anything down at, about Asanayama's bouts right now because mm-hmm. they've it's just sumo. been all going that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, he just pushes you out. Yep. Then we had Chiyo Shoma versus Mitoriyu. Chiyo Shoma just like absolutely targets in on like the belt at the crotchal area. Yes. And just buries himself in. Correct. Takes Mitoriyu to the edge and then gets a lovely leg hook in. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Mitoyu is quite large, and just trying to force him out was getting a bit much. You could tell he was Chiyoshoma was straining. Yes. But with the assistance of the leg hook, Chiyoshoma was able to take Mitoyu out. Sotogake. Yep. I had I already hit the problem where I was looking at my notes and being like, that's not how this match went. But really? I'm thinking of the tomorrow match. Oh, no. But See, I no. remembered this one pretty well because it was fun. No, it was very good. No, no, no. I'm looking at my notes, and I'm like, we hadn't gotten a Sotogake in a little while, so. Yes. No, it was very good Sotogake. Mm-hmm. As you were talking, I was like, ah, oh, that's right. Ah, uh, yes, yes. All right. Next match, we have Kagayaki and Koto Eko. Kagayaki slaps Koto Eko in the face a bunch of times and then wins. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, yep, that's what happened. <laughs> Oshidashi victory for Kagayaki. He's two and five. Koto Eko's two and five. I forgot to do this for the other matches. It doesn't matter. You'll get, their, you'll get the actual score tomorrow. Yep, yep. Uh, next, we have Hokuseiho and Tsurugi Show. This was pretty impressive. Um, Sugisho gets in and stands Hokuseihu up, which is kind of what everybody tries to do. But Hok- uh, Sugisho really gets the angles right or whatever. He gets up in the armpits and then reaches back and grabs the back of Hokuseihu's belt. And that gives him the leverage he needs to keep kind of standing Hokuseihu up and forcing him out. Also, Sugisho has a lot of mass behind him to help with that project. Indeed. Yorikiri so, victory for Tsurugi Show. Yep. Oho versus Takara Fuji. This was very soft all around. It, it was really was. Soft, bad, soft tachiai, soft supari attacks, mm-hmm. soft thrust. I say, and then Oho's Oho won looked the victory really weak, of the softest thrusts. But the longer Oho was able to survive because Takara Fuji was also looking weak, mm-hmm. the more 
vigor Ojo seemed to have. Right. Um, so that by the end, when he, he got his Oshidashi victory, he was thrusting relatively um, respectably. Mm, yes. Still a little little weak looking bout there. Next up, Ryuden versus Dai Shoho. I went to sleep while I was waiting for the Tachiya to start. <laughs> Fair. Uh, this was what you referred to, and I definitely agree and was thinking also as a reverse. Nope, this is Rogue Bout. Never mind. See? Yep, it happened to you. No, this uh, was a strong Tachiya, and then Dai Shoho walks Ryuden out, basically. Yes. They went boom, and then it was the Kimi Dashi. Yes. The actual, where he, where Ryuden's arms were forward, and Dai Shoho them had clamped. them cinched in at, yep. the, at the waist as opposed to at the armpits, mm-hmm. and then walks Ryuden out. Yeah, so, so. not quite as impressive as Tonofuji's Kimi Dashi, where he, like, clamps them down and, like, lifts them out, but still pretty cool. Aoyama versus Hidadoumi. Um, Hidadoumi managed to, managed to survive... Ayama's initial Notawa attack, and then just pushes Ayama out. Yep. Oshidashi Vishiri for Hirodomi. Hokuto Fuji versus Onosho. They've got a Mata, and then they just kind of go at it, and Onosho just steps back and slaps um, Hokuto Fuji down. That's it. Yep. Hataki Komi victory for Onosho. The reason I got confused is for some reason I wrote down. Uh, Hokuto Fuji is the victor. And I'm like, wait, no, no that's not that's what not happened. No, that's not what happened. No, no, no. Correct. Uh, Onosho definitely won that one. Yeah. Takonosho versus Mitakeyumi. Mitakeyumi is pushing well. It looked like an easy win. Mm-hmm. But then Takonosho uh, stops at the bell, mm-hmm. gets his foot braced and locks yep. up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, pushes off again and then gets pushed back to the bell again and then they lock up. Yes. There's a couple of back and forths. Um, but then Mitakeyumi is able to get that last oomph of energy needed to push Takanosho over the edge. Absolutely. Yori, Yori Kitty. Kitty. Yep. Meisei versus Sadano Umi. Um, Meisei takes several attempts at the shoulder. He's like, I want that shoulder. Please give me your shoulder, Sadano Umi. Um, first few aren't completely successful, but then Meisei kind of takes an extra little leap to the side to give him a little space. And grabs Sadanumi's shoulder, takes him down to the ground with a Tsukiyotoshi. Tamawashi versus Kodoshoho. Tamawashi said, fuck this kid. Kodoshoho just had bad footwork. I mean, that's fair. He doesn't have a stable base. I would also not have a stable base if I was being slapped in the head by Tamawashi. But then uh, Tamawashi is able to get him by the neck. Yep. And pull him down fairly easily. Yep, absolutely. Hataki Komi victory for Tomoshi. Yep, Hataki Komi victory. Uh, next up, Tobizaru versus Nishikigi. This is the same as the Meisei match, basically. Yeah, yeah. He was he was reaching for him the entire time and then got the slap down. Yep, yep. So he got he was also more the back of the neck. Tobizaru right, got the back of right. the neck. Which meant it was also kind of like the Tomoshi and Kodoshoho match we just talked mm-hmm, about because mm-hmm. it was uh, Hataki Komi via the back of the neck. Yes. Uh, next up, we have Abi and Midori Fuji. This was the bat of the day of day seven, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely, it was. Uh, there was a bit of a meet and move. I was like, fucking Hanka. And uh, they roll out of the dojo. The Yoji points to Midori Fuji, but there's a mono E. Uh, Abi's toe. Abi's toe. And Midori Fuji's hand. 
out as Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji is basically sideways. Yep. Going out. And Abi is stepping backwards out. Mm-hmm. And sideways? Kind of sideways because his toe is what touches down. It's like his t- foot's like rolling over the Tawara. And his toe touches down. I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. No time. So, <laughs> Tawara no Oshi. And they do it again. Except for this time, Midori Fuji is the one who jumps out of the way. And then Abi tried to pull, and it didn't, absolutely didn't work. And Midori Fuji was able to win with the Oshidashi. Yes. I think it was a beautiful push out from Midori Fuji. Abi's legs are just flailing. Um, it was pretty entertaining to watch. Next up, Endo has pulled out of the tourney, so he's out. Yeah, and that's feel- second uh, victory yeah. via Fusin. Yeah, Hoshori's got all the luck this tournament. I feel a little bad for talking so much shit about Endo now. I don't. Kiribayama versus Shodai. Uh, Shodai gets Kiribayama to the edge, and it looks like Kiribayama might recover or force Shodai down. He tries to grab the, him by the back area, neck, shoulder, whatever. But um, Shodai holds on and manages to push Kiribayama out before going down. Mm-hmm. I think this was a strong performance from Shodai, especially given how well Kiribayama has been looking. Yes. So that was nice to see. Yori Kiri for Shodai. Yeah. Next up, Nishiki Fuji and Wakamoto Haru. This okay. is back to workpin like similar for Wakamoto Haru. Yep. Nishiki Fuji is definitely trying, but he is just outmatched. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oshidashi victory for Wakamoto Haru. Next up, Daisho versus Kotonowaka. Uh, Daisho grabs Kotonowaka's neck, flings him around, and then darts around to the side, and then this pushes Kotonowaka out. I think he kind of got the extra little bits to kind of get Kodonawaka off balance just because Kodonawaka is quite large. But ultimately, it was still just like Daisho, Freight Train, Push You New Out, Oshidashi. Yep. Good Next job up, there. Uda versus Takakesho. Uh, Takakesho pushes Uda right out after a weird, slow, flailing Tachiai. Is Keisho back? I think Keisho's back. I think we can say Keisho's back. All right, then. Oshidashi. Teru no Fuji. Uh, Skidashi. Huh? Skidashi. Really? Yes. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I remember being confused last time. Well. That looks up and was like. Changing that. I'm like, like, how many pushing pushes is a push push? Hard to say. Are you sure that wasn't day eight? It's fine. Anyway. Teru no Fuji versus King Bozon. Uh. Terunofuji pushes Kimbozan back, gets a belt grip, and then just tosses Kimbozan out. Watanage. Absolutely. So that was day seven. We end with the leaderboard of Terunofuji. I'm mad that I can't check. Asunoyama and Meisei. I can't check you because SumoDB is down. Again? Again. Sweet. Thank you. You have to trust me on this. No, I'm right. Tsukidashi. Hmm. hmm. I'm 100% correct. Hmm. You'll never know. That's true. By the but time we get to this tomorrow, by the time we, yeah, I will forget to go back and check. So, all right, day eight. Yeah. We're coming in. There's three people on the leaderboard, trying all trying to get uh, Kachikoshi on day eight, which is a good feeling because you're settled. That means you can just quit wrestling the rest of the tournament, <laughs> you know, as uh-huh. you want to do. Uh-huh. Just succeed at the bare minimum. Yep. And just pull out. Don't even show up. Just pull out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, when you're eight now. 
So uh, it's let's... fun talking with people who have the tiniest bit of sumo knowledge, but not actually, mm-hmm. and think that the only goal is to get eight wins, and it doesn't matter if you mm-hmm. get more. Absolutely. So, first bout of the day, uh, with Endo's pullout, no more Judeo visitors for the time being. Yep, yep. We get Mitoriyu versus Myogiryu. Which, wild enough, their first matchup. Yeah, that is wild. Um, my note, mostly, is Mitoriyu cannot keep his tongue in his mouth. <laughs> I had forgotten about this from last tournament and the tournament before that, uh-huh. where I noted that Mitoriyu yes. is always sticking his tongue out. He is. And I appreciate that as someone who's also sticking, always sticking my tongue out at people. Mm. So, uh, just a reflex, like some sort of lizard. Fair enough. But uh, after that, uh, there's a match. Yeah. They no. lock up a bit. And oh, my notes are all about Mitoriyu's tongue. <laughs> yeah. I have the uh, victory situation, but I don't Mit- have Mitoryu, any other news. Uh, Mitoriyu is being pushed out by Mugyu as he's taking Mugyu down. Um, but Mugyu stays up long yeah. enough to get the Oshidachi victory. Mm-hmm. So good job. Yep. Good job, Mugyu. I also wanted you to have to say Mitoriyu and Mugyu in the same like three second time frame. Gee, love you. Thanks. Uh, give the scores now, bud. Uh, Mitoriyu is at four and four. Mm-hmm. Mugyu is at six and two. Oh, doing well. Absolutely, doing well. Actually, you know what? Both men doing well. Yeah. So next up, we have Chio Shoma versus Tsurugi Sho. Chio Shoma should have known better. Yep, Tsurugi Sho uh, does a good old henka and takes Chio Shoma down Hatsakikomi. Hand down, man down, and that's what happened there. <laughs> Chio Shoma is four and four. Tsurugi Sho is five and three. Uh, next up, we have Ariyama and Ichiyamoto. And Was that? An attempt at a henka I, from Aoyama. If it is, it's a really bad one. It, it didn't feel like... like It felt <sighs> like Aoyama was just already going backwards at the tachi eye. Correct. He wasn't going to the side. No, he yeah, so that's back. what I'm saying. It was, like, it was like he did a movement that was not coming forward. Right. But I don't know what it was supposed to be. And by the time anything mattered, Ichimamoto had already met him. Yep. And then he won via Skidashi. Mm-hmm. It says... Yep. He mostly won by confusion. Yeah. It yeah. was like a win by default because Aoyama was doing something else other than sumo today. Yeah. It wasn't actually like him thinking it was a Mata. Cause no. It didn't look like that. But because like, it was clearly engaged in the act of sumo. Sure. It was just, he seemed like he had a plan and I don't know why because it's Yamamoto. You could have just uh, yeah, gone I don't forward know. and pushed him out like everybody else does. It was a confusing bout to me. But hey, Aoyama's down at two and six. And Ichimamoto is up to three and five. Absolutely. Next up, Oho versus Kodoweko in a bout of the day situation. Yeah, this was really fun to watch. Um, I don't have a ton of notes about it because I was just going, hello. So Oho pushes Kodoweko around the doyo for a bit. Kodoweko is uh, keeping his feet uh, underneath him, which is good. And this is important because... Uh, Kodoweko is taken to the bales, but not like in like the regular sort of like to the bales and then oh oh kind of maneuver. Mm-hmm. He was taken to the bales, but Oho hadn't didn't keep up that same level of pressure. He comes forward, but as we noted yesterday, he was you know not the strongest pushing and thrusting attacks from him, no. and so he gets to the bales and basically immediately. 
Kodoeko hits him with like the one timer and then slides and then slaps him down. And like it, there is because Kodoeko sliding and is able to just re reposition himself where Oho is clearly mm-hmm. not ready. Clearly wasn't expecting Kodoeko to do sumo, mm-hmm. and Kodoeko does sumo. I thought it could be victory for Kodoeko. Yeah, Kodoeko had some absolutely amazing recoveries during that mm-hmm, bout. Mm-hmm. Just like anti gravity. Yeah, because he's like up. slipping at one point and like. Yeah. 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 Um, there was a, at the end definite arm flinging yes. movements from Kodoeko. Mm-hmm. I guess we can say the Hitakakomi was the actual winning move, but uh, he's definitely also kind of like. Yeah, he grabbed was, his arm and yeah, he was off pulling. Him, he was basically throwing. Oho. Yeah, it's like pulled him off balance, basically threw him, and then because By he virtue like, of touches whatever, him, <laughs> he becomes Takikomi. So yeah, Oho is now four and four. Kodoeko at three and five. Next nice. up, oh, Hokus- oh, oh, no, you go. Hokuseho and Asanayama. So here we are. Hokuseho tries for. At first, I thought he was trying to Henka. He did Henka. But what he was trying to do was get the his favorite grip, which is the weirdest grip in all of sumo, because literally yeah. nobody else can do it. He Henka'd to get his grip. The thing is, the reason... But it was still a Henka. The reason why... Just because he didn't I go for a Takikomi doesn't mean it wasn't a Henka. The reason why I considered it more of a meet and more of a move is because his right hand stayed attached to Asanoyama the entire time. I still think it was a Heika. He comes forward <laughs> at an angle one might consider to be sideways. <laughs> and his left hand is going for the back of the belt over the body of Asanoyama. Mm-hmm. And his right hand stays attached to Asanoyama to put him in that hug position. Asanoyama does his best to try to push him off, him being Hokuseiho in this instance. And Hokuseiho is then able to have his right hand as well attached to Asanayama's belt in a way that literally nobody else in Sumo can do. Right. Um, almost like doing like trying to like it's like he's trying to help him pull his pants up like you do with a toddler. <laughs> you reach it from the back sometimes you just gotta like eat them There's a little bit. things that you can do when you're a full 200 centimeters tall. Exactly. Which and I so, will you know totally translate into feet and inches. And so, um, he gets Asanoyama spun around in this same kind of hole position. Let's go of the belt with the right, but it keeps it on the left. Uses that left, uses the right to sort of adjust the whatever. I think I got my left and right confused in this moment, but it doesn't matter. It then throws Asanoyama right to the ground for Shitate Nage. Absolutely. It was good. It was very impressive, and Hokuseiho managed to upset Asanoyama's uh, perfect record. So Hokuseiho is up to six and two. Mm-hmm. Asanoyama is down to seven and one. Off the leaderboard, strike him off. He's done forever. <laughs> A little dramatic, but all right. Uh, extremely dramatic. Next up, we have Kagayaki versus Dai Shoho. Uh, Kagayaki, like they meet the Tachiai. And then Kagaki steps to the side and twists Dai Shoho down. Yep. Skiotoshi. Mm-hmm. Just very quick. Very, this match is about five seconds long. Yep. And yeah. So Kagayaki is now three and five. Dai Shoho is two and six. Not that was so hot. 
Hmm? Not, not doing, doing so no, hot. No, correct, correct. Maybe Kagaki can keep going this way, though, and uh, keep himself in... Keep himself in the Makuuchi division yes. and not all the way down in Judeo. Yeah. Next up, Sada no Umi versus Takara Fuji. This is what I was thinking about on day seven when I started that talking about the wrong thing. Yep, that's absolutely right. This was your. This is our reverse Kimidashi situation. Yep. There's a Tachiai. Sada no Umi comes forward. Takara Fuji attempts to cinch in the arms of Sada no Umi. He does cinch in the arms. He does, he does cinch in the arms. And Sada no Umi, feeling some way about yesterday and the way he was defeated just by getting slapped around a bunch. Yep. Uh, by Midori Fuji or may say one of them. It was very much like a... Somebody with an M. You think that I'm trapped here with you, but really, you're trapped here with me. So and then he just... Bumpities. Bumpities Takara Fuji right out of the doyo. Yep. Yorikiri by way of bumpity. Mm-hmm. Sada no Umi is now four and four. Takara Fuji is three and five. Mm. I don't know why I decided to do it that way. <laughs> Takara Fuji and Takanosho. Uh, so we had... But it looked like a double Nodawa situation. Uh-huh. And Takanosho is just not as accomplished as the Nodawa as Hokuto Fuji. Indeed. Takanosho went for a twist, but Hokuto Fuji decided to stay attached to the body. <laughs> and by the body, uh, you mean the throat. Yes, <laughs> the throat, which is notably part of the body, which is why it sucks to get hit there. <laughs> <laughs> and just stays attached and takes him, him being Takanosho, right out of the ring. Uh, that's a victory via Oshidashi for Hokuto Fuji. By his throat. I don't think this can be overemphasized. <laughs> Hokuto Fuji just chokes out Takanosho. Yes. Until he gives and then Basically, pushes him out Oshidashi. Yes. Yeah, that's honestly what happened. Yeah. That's, it's like yeah. when the when the dog like pulls themselves against a choke chain, which you should not use. Use a harness, y'all. Amen. Um, but you see a dog like pulls up against a choke chain and then all of a sudden it like goes limp. Mm-hmm. Like, Takanosho is straining forward trying to get to Hokuto Fuji, but he's straining against Hokuto Fuji's arm, hand against his throat. Yep. And then he just gives and yeah. goes out. Yep. He's like, I've had enough of this, which I would have done immediately. Way earlier. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, Ryudin and Tamawashi. Wait, did I see the scores? I did. Oh, you did. Hokuto Sorry. Fuji's four and four, Takanosho's two and six? Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you said Ryudin and Tamawashi? I did. Tamawashi goes sideways at the tachi eye. Yeah, it's kind of like a twisting tachi eye. Yes. And Still then meets, but like... Overpowers Ryudin and just pushes him quickly out of the doyo. Tamawashi takes out the trash. Indeed. Ryudin is now three and five, and Tamawashi is also three and five. But a better three and five. A more honest three and five, though Ryudin's victories were honest, so I don't know. I mean... Tamawashi seems to love his family, though, so... Ugh, ugh. Ryudin does, too, now that he has them again. Question <laughs> I actually don't remember if he's I, I, I don't know, and I don't want to know. Meisei versus Hirado Umi. Man, Hirado Umi... This also might be the battle of the day, honestly. Uh, Hirado Umi is relentless in this bout. Yeah, Meisei is trying... All of he all he can do, he's jumping, he's twisting, he's sliding... And Hidden Umi is just pushing. Yeah. Every and time Meisei goes somewhere, every time Meisei, every time Meisei lands someplace, Hidden Umi is there with a thrust for yes. him. Yes. Like every time. He's going, and like this has worked for Meisei this entire tournament. He's nimble. His feet are underneath him. They're not, whatever. He's good. Like he's good to go. And Hidden mm-hmm. Umi 
was like, no, no, I'm just going to keep pushing. And he eventually pushes Maysay right out. He gets him on the ropes and then hurls him. Yep. Make sure there's no area to retreat. Body to body, Yori Taoshi. Yori Taoshi. Mm-hmm. Very, very impressive sumo from Hiroumi. That brings Maysay down to seven and one, and Hiroumi up to six and two. Both gentlemen doing quite well. Quite but Hiroumi well. did upset Maysay's thus far perfect record. Yep, we are steadily losing leaderboard positions. Yep. Next up. We have Onosho versus Mitake Umi. Can I read my notes? Absolutely, because I'm curious. Ha ha ha. <laughs> you said it was three words. No, that was the that was the tuk- that was the Takake Show match last time. Oh, what did you say for that? Is K Show back? Question mark. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, so Mitake Umi took a long time to go down, like before the match starts. Yes, that's true. Forever. Then he tried to hanka or move sideways or something. Yeah, he tried for a hanka or maybe a meet and move. It's hard to say. Because o- Onosho was there immediately with a textbook American football tackle. <laughs> yep. It was just like, that's what that's what you're looking for on Sundays. Uh-huh. You just wrap, head in, wrap up. Yep. You know, if you can get your hand on the leg as part of the situation to yep. help pull them down. Yep. Absolutely done. It was beautifully done. It's like a much more violent version of when a child comes, rushes in and like attaches himself to your leg. Yes. And Osu just reaches in, wraps his arms around and uh, takes Mataki Umi, slams Mataki mm-hmm. Umi down to the ground mm-hmm. in a Watashi Komi or thigh grabbing pushdown. Yeah, it was really good work. Uh, Onosho is five and three. Mitake Umi is also five and three, which is wild because if you had asked me, I'd say he was two and six. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> yeah, all his know, victories, right? and I'm like, no, he sucks. But no, he's he's still he has a chance still to not fall any further. So, oh yeah, absolutely. It yeah. Next it's up, a, it's been a weird tournament for Mitake Umi. It has been a weird tournament for Mitake Umi. Next up, we have Keen Bozon versus Nishiki Fuji. Uh, Nishiki Fuji comes in with the shoulder down Tachiai, absolutely starting himself off strong and just uh, uses that to get on the belt and bodies Kinbo's on out with a Yorikiri. Absolutely. This is the first time he's looked good. I know he had a win already, but this is the first time he actually looked good. Agreed. Agreed. So. This gives me a little bit of hope back for Nishiki Fuji. Not that yeah. I lost hope. He's fighting pretty high right now. Like, right. It's, it's fine. But You always see people go up and then have to come back down and figure yeah. it out again. But yeah, no, he showed some verve today. Vim and I appreciated bigger. that. King Bozon is down to three and five. Nishiki Fuji up to two and six. King Bozon's still a little baby, so. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's doing great. Yeah. Everyone is good. Um. So next we have about from two people. For whom I don't necessarily always wish good upon. Abi versus Toby Zaru. Exactly. I thought you were going to say the names, but then... Um, I thought about it, and then I my brain turned off. Ah. Uh, so, this was a sumo match. Yep. For, for these two, this was a sumo match. I know. It was kind of boring, honestly, which, for between those two. In which they push each other a little bit, and then Abi pushed harder, and Toby Zaru goes out of the ring via Oshidashi. Yeah. This is like That's sloppy, it. sloppy hand thrust, and yep. Abi gets his forearm. Abi did Abi sumo. Tobizaru 
didn't do Toby's auto sumo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so Abby is four and four. And when you show up with your brand of sumo and your opponent does not, then yeah. we all know what happens. We all know what happens. Taking it, you take it day by day mm-hmm. and you do your own brand of sumo. Mm-hmm. Your opponent is trying to get five wins in one day. <laughs> well, he wasn't today. He wasn't trying to get five wins in one day. That's I don't true. know what he was doing. Oh, uh, yeah. But Abby is now four and four. So he's still in the generally good position. Yeah. Toby Zara is three and five. Yeah. Which means that Still has space, five over the next seven days need to be victories. Yes. Which is tough. Yeah. It's tough, but doable. doable. Next up, we have Daesho and Midori Fuji. So taking... I, oh, go ahead. I started off this bout by saying how much it was going to suck to be Midori Fuji because Daesho was just going to freight train him. So that could have happened, except... Midori Fuji read the scouting report, and yep. he listens to the podcast. Yes. And I know he listened to the podcast because of how he won today. Agreed. Daesho goes forward. It's whatever. He's going to smush Midori Fuji. Midori Fuji jumps yep. out of the way. But really, what happens? Did you see it? Did you see what happened? Midori Fuji grabs Daesho's arm sleeve, pulls it down to his wrist, and yeets him out via the arm sleeve. I didn't see it's, the arm sleeve. It's not via. It's not via the actual hand. He gets. He gets the arm sleeve. Okay, because I got mad at them calling this a sekiotoshi because I was like, this is totally a hikiotoshi because he yes. pulls his hand. He doesn't. Correct. He doesn't twist them down. Nope. He doesn't grab his shoulder or back nope, or anything. None of that. No, it was a fucking hikiotoshi. Yes. But it was a hikiotoshi by way of his arm sleeve. Yes. That's amazing. I need to watch this bout again. Yeah. He just and he grabs the arm sleeve and then he throws Daisho right out of the ring. It, oh, was, it was good work. That's beautiful. That's karma. Mm-hmm. I like that for, issue, but for like six months ago. Uh, you know. You know. Until, yeah. Uh, probably like eight months ago, honestly. Oh, yeah, that's not what karma actually means, yada, yada. Daesho is down to six and two. It's going to be hard for him over the next week to get himself into contention if things continue to go the way they've been going. But right. you never know. So you have to fight every day, one day at a time. Yep. And then... Uh, Midori Fuji up to three and five. Yeah. Puts him in a position to have to win five out of seven, but that's better than having to win six out of seven or seven out of seven. Facts. So keep your head up, Midori Fuji. Maiga should have won his hard. The rest, the next week should be easier for him. Yeah. And that's why he's going to win all of them and end with the same record as he had last tournament, just backwards. Yep. You got that right. Next up, we have Koto Nawaka versus Hole Shoryu. A fully rested whole short of you. Oh, yeah, right. He didn't have to fight yesterday, so he is rearing and ready to go. And he gives us, like, what I kind of consider this point to be, like, the most classic Hoshoryu victory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, 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 I mean, they touch the eye. Yep. They get a little bit on the belts of each other. Hoshoryu tilts his hip. Yep. Shifts it into position. Correct. And just hooks around Kotonowaka. Absolutely. With his leg. With his Sorry, with his leg. Yes. Uh, and throws Kotonowaka Kakenage. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he changes up what type of throw he uses, but that perfect hip setup tilt yeah. to throw someone is just his body balance is impeccable. Chef's kiss when he's like when he's on. He, it, I wonder if part of his difficulty is that uh, if you know what he wants, you can go into whatever. He can beat you a lot of ways, though. But yeah, it's not like that's the only way. It's that, wins, but, but he know, but you know, he loves a throw. Yeah, it's like sometimes, and sometimes you can see him looking for it. Like there's times where he could like throw. he could push somebody down. He could pull someone down. Right. He's like, I'm throwing this dude. Throwing him. 
And so, that does sometimes seem to go to his detriment. That's true. Right. But but today, it felt natural. It felt good. It felt good. It felt clean. That brings Kota Nawaka to three and five. And hold short of you to six and two. Yeah. Doing good. Next up, we have Kiribayama versus Uda. Or it comes, Uda comes in low, as he does. Mm-hmm. They kind of scramble around. Yeah, I thought Kiribayama was a little too high to touch eye almost. Agreed. Um, which is why I feel like Ura was almost in a decent position, despite, you know, Kiribayama looking really good. Mm-hmm. And then the Gyoji trips Ura. So, okay. I know you're going to say that's not actually what happened. Yes. But I maintain that that's what happened. So I will accept that my, Kiribayama probably would have won anyway. Let me... So, what happens is... But... They are... At the point of the thing that matters, they're at the north side of the doyo, and... Um, Kitabayama starts to advance and Uda starts to retreat. The Gyoji is, fl- is basically placed in the eastern notch. The western, yes. the western notch. What are the notches? The western notch, specifically. So we're at the top. We're coming down to the left from the screen we're looking at, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're curving along the doyo as we are wont to do. The Gyoji, I have in my notes, uh, that Kitabayama was able to use both Uda's scurrying which was not sort of uh, collect. It wasn't a collected scurry. It was a sort of scramble scurry. Okay. Uh, And a misplaced Gyoji (laughs) to his advantage (laughs) to get the victory. The Gyoji was absolutely in the wrong spot. That's what I'm saying. He should absolutely have been out of the dojo. He didn't so much trip Urda as he had placed himself so that Urda was not able to use the bales to brace himself. Correct. Because the Gyoji was there. Because there was a Gyoji there who should have been outside of the Tawada. Right. So that was a little rough for, uh, like I said, I kind of think he would have lost anyway. He was immediately off balance, so he might not have fallen there. Yeah. But he, but Kitabayama probably presses his advantage at that point. Yeah. Would, you know. Probably. Right. Or he chains him up again and tries to throw him or something. Yeah. yeah. Kitabayama also has a little bit of the Hoshoryu disease where he gets a little excited about doing some stuff. <laughs> I mean, much less so now. Like, yeah. much less so now. Which might but, be why he's doing so great lately. Right, but, um, but I still, in my heart, remember uh, young Makashira 9, <laughs> Kitabayama, like, having six victories and, like, needing to just to get two more. Yeah. And then spending the rest of the tournament trying to do backflips or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And just like, all right, what, can I drop kick? Can I drop kick in sumo? <laughs> no, Kitabayama, you can't drop kick in sumo because so you'll cool. still you'll still go down first. He's yeah. like, I'm going to try it anyway. You know, so yeah. I still remember that's still lodged in my head as my earliest Kitabayama memories. But yeah, but yeah, no, this is a pretty good. pretty clean Oshitoshi victory from Kitabayama, mm-hmm. albeit with an assist from uh, the Goji. Absolutely helped. Yeah. Scott Foster was in there with the assist on that <laughs> one. You know they didn't send in the cleaner. But um, next, uh, oh, Kitabayama is six and two. Yep. So he needs four more victories. I know you think he only needs two for for Kachikoshi, right? But he needs two more after that. To get 10 wins. Yeah. And that would push him closer to where he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And listen, if he can get two more after that. Depending on who you talk if to. If he can win four of his next seven uh-huh. or five of his next seven uh-huh. or six or seven of his next seven. I'm not going to try to predict what the JSA will do, but they are. I think if he, no, if he wins seven of his next seven and he goes 13 and two. They're, they're, then, they're looking to promote him to Zeki or two. They're trying to, they're, they're, getting, him, they're getting him up there. Yeah. Like, Granted, you don't want another Matakiumi. You don't want somebody to go up and then immediately come back down. Oh, you absolutely do not want that. But, but I'm just saying that uh, um, if he gets 13, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. if he gets 10, 
I think if he gets ten, he then the next more. tournament is yeah. gonna be the, like the like yeah. spotlight on. If he does better than that, it's whatever. Uda is three and five. He will not be becoming Ozeki anytime soon. That is factually correct. Next up, Nishikigi versus Waka Moto Haru. Immediate lockup at the Tachi Eye. Just like And then Wakamoto Haru couldn't push him? Yeah. It was weird. Nishikigi was like, listen, I may be old, but I'm not dead. <laughs> and I've decided that today I will engage in the art of sumo, which I love. That's how I got to Magashida 4, by loving sumo. And he's today only 32, nerd. He's yeah. And he feel he listen, you tell me he didn't feel old this tournament so far? Yeah, that's fair. He felt old and tired. He's not Nishiki Fuji. He's only who is, three who years old young. Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. So Wakamoto Haru <laughs> is uh, younger. Factually. Nishikiki, fact. no, Nishikiki feels, feels in the same way that we think that Kagiyaki feels old. He does. Nishikiki feels old to me. He yeah. feels like Sarana Umi, you know, Yutakayama. Yeah. Am I just naming guys with green mawashi? Maybe. <laughs> but he just feels like someone... Who's a little older than he, you know. Yeah, yeah. You look up and you go, ah. I'm but anyway, what anyway. Hunter does manage to get on the belt. And Absolutely at that point, does. I was like, okay, it's over. Yeah, he's on there. We got this. But then, no. He tried, You know what it was, though? What's that? He tried for a throw. He's at the, he tried, but he could, not, he could not push back. He could not push him back. Okay. And he could not throw him. Mm. And the little bit of, like, wiggle wiggle he tried to do there to sort of get a better positioning... Because they, I think being stymied by Nishikiki surprised him. I don't think in any, I don't think in any of his plans, mm-hmm. uh, meeting at the Tachiai and then not going forward. Was Should we consider the possibility that Nishikiki has filled his moashi full of lead? Um, we had not considered that, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but we should think on this. I feel can like you, there would be can some you like have like problems there. Ha- maybe he replaced. Uh, a bit, a portion of the inner silk, with like wet cotton, something heavier. <laughs> I don't know if that makes enough difference. You're probably right. Sand. Hmm. Salt. See, the problem is anything Holy that makes salt. the moashi too heavy. Now we have some questions about whether the moashi is going to stay on. That's true. Did he just eat a bigger meal today? I'm just, I, how did he get heavier? But they're sumo, so they're like always eating massive meals. Yeah. So I don't know how much... How, how much more you can... Because <laughs> you still have to go do sumo. Yeah. I imagine you don't want to do that on a full stomach. Right. Because, uh, you know... Number time you get, like, elbowed in the stomach or whatever. You just get, Or you just get another large man landing on top of your stomach. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I just... Mm, yeah. That seems dangerous to me. Yeah. So, I'm... Yeah. Mmm. Yeah. Whatever he but anyway, did was that gives really impressive. Nishikigi the ability to come in with a skuinake. Absolutely. He was solid like an oak planted in the ground that is then turned into venture capital magically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, he was able to use uh, his father's fortune to. I, I'm st- that speech. Graduation speeches are terrible, you guys. They're amazing. And they're full of metaphors that make no sense. And life lessons, which are only applicable to you if you started out life as a millionaire. And he even made a joke about how he was like, I was sitting in rooms with people who were born on th- third base and thought they had a double. I'm like, dude, that's you. And it that's was you. wild is that a crowd full of private school graduates was like, are you serious right now? Right. Like a, ro- like a whole crowd full of private school graduates were looking up at this guy like, 
hey, Ben, I don't know if you're the one who can give that speech. And it wasn't just Momo and the other, like, uh, scholarship kids. It no, was like everybody it was, was like. A whole, it, was a, it was like a small murmur of like. Everyone was kind of like looking at each other like, okay. Uh, like, you're like a third. You're. It says in your name, third generation venture capitalist. Right. Dog. You don't get to be a third generation without generations one and two <laughs> being successful at this, right? Like, oh, my good friend, the Chewy.com guy. Just, oh, incredible. Anyway, Nishikigi, uh, State Planet, Skui Nage is Wakamoto Haru. Mm-hmm. Very well done, Nishikigi. Extremely well done. I'm happy for him. He avoids going on the road, man. Yeah. We need, like, a different name for, like, when you're, like, already, like, you know, when it's early on and you're in a dangerous position, right? Yeah. Like, going on the road on day 12 is a little different than, like, having six losses on day eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's what makes it all the more impressive that Nishikiri pulled this off, off of, like, against somebody who is, has been doing so well, like, Makoto mm-hmm. Naharu. Mm-hmm. Because Nishikiri was previous one and six. Yes. And is now two and six. He's now two and six. Which he, uh, gives him an opposite record to Wakamoto Haru, who is six now and six two. and two. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. That's I mean, for Nishikigi, not yeah, for Wakamoto yeah. Haru, but good for Nishikigi. Yeah. Closer so, to not having an absolutely horrible. Right. When you're when you're down bad in the beginning, all you want to do is get to not, like, just not atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I appreciate any effort at that. So next up we have Komosubi Shodai versus mm-hmm. Ozeki Takakesho. Mm-hmm. Might be I like, ah, Keisha, we're here for a showdown. I think Keisha's back. And th- honestly, when I said that Keisha was back yesterday, I was thinking ahead to this bout. Yeah. Because Keisha was back. Yeah, he is he pushing. Just, just push. And like, sure, Shodai can be floppy sometimes, but Shodai hasn't really been floppy this this Basho. No, he's he's now three and five, but that's not because of a lack of energy or effort. Right. He's just been beaten by people who are in better form currently. Yeah. Uh, Taka Keisha... If you can imagine, picture in your mind a Takakesho match. Just think about it, what it looks like. That's just this. Just copy that one and yep. paste it here. That's the match. Yep. Bop, 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 out of the ring. Yep. Uh, they gave this one to Skidashi. I mean, it's one of those many times where, like, I think sometimes they just remember about the Skidashi and they decide mm-hmm. to do a couple of those instead of a Shidashi. Right. The delineation between the two is thin. Extremely. And especially when your arms are as small as Takakesho's And that's the other point. So, you could give him to him all the time because his pushing is Oshidashi looks the same as it's Skidashi because his arms are always fully extended. That's what I forgot to say on day seven is I think what? part of the reason that Urda's low-ass tachi I didn't work so well on Takakesho mm. is because Takakesho is just short in his little arms and yes. kind of comes in there and like... Right, he's coming in with a full body anyway, so like your little like yeah. low spring attack... You can't dodge him. He's like, I'm here. And he's so big yes. that like when you try to do the little like springy maneuver... He's just not moving when yeah. he's in form. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, good, good looking Takakesho. Shodai is three and five. Takakesho is six and two. And that brings us to our final bout of day eight. The Yokozuna. The last remaining person with zero losses. Tanner Fuji. Can he get Kachikoshi against it, Koto Shoho? The Yokozuna Tanner Fuji versus the Magishita 5 Koto Shoho. A great match for Nakabe. You know. You need. They've been putting together the Sakiwake, the Komosubi, oh. the Upper Maegashi, and so today they decided. Yeah, you know what? Let's feed him someone. Maybe he's lower ranked, but at least he's on form. Oh wait, his record wait. is one and six. Mm-hmm. So 
Kodoshoho had a plan. He, he was going to try to stand. He can try to stand Terunofuji up, which mm-hmm. is what, which is like the technique to use. And this is the difference between knowing that, like knowing theoretically something, and actually being able to do it. Yes. And that's just like very true to Terunofuji because you can you can read the scouting report, you can mm-hmm. know the stuff, you can know that there's a technique to beating Terunofuji. Yep. But actually doing it, it's you have to be completely in line. So Kodoshoho did the first step correctly. He got to the Tachiai. He was not immediately swallowed up. He didn't immediately lose his arm into the Kimidashi, yep, right? Yep. He is able to get Terunofuji slightly more vertical. Mm-hmm. Here's where he fell down. His legs were, his feet have been unstable. Yep. And they actually connect at one point as he's moving. He literally trips on his own feet at one point. <laughs> okay. Um, and so as Terunofuji starts to move, Kodoshoho is sliding along the Tawada mm-hmm. to try to, like, you know, keep a little distance and try to look for a place to do the counterattack. Terunofuji is going for Kodoshoho's belt, and to Kodoshoho's, yes. like, credit, I guess. Yeah. Kodoshoho manages to keep his belt. Oh, absolutely. He's like, no, 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 no. He had a real plan for what to do today. Sure, sure. And then his right foot hits his left foot, and that was the end of the match. Because now he's a little bit off kilter, and Terunofuji instantly attacks yeah like, so it's, like the okay. second he's like the second yeah like he is not totoshoho is not fully on board fully stable one two boom gone yeah gone yeah uh, uh, but on Fuji is going for the belt and can't get it but so he just settles for just pushing yeah out. <laughs> yeah you know it was it was it was that's a yokozuna right there yep and you need to practice more Right, like you had the scouting report read, you did right. what you're supposed to do, yeah. and you're just not good enough, right? Which is fine. He's uh, like twelve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like he'll get there. He's probably like twenty eight by now. But like, yeah, time keeps passing. He was a baby, but now he is. Oh, he's still quite young. Twenty three. Exactly. Yeah. So like, you know, you take these lessons and you progress, right? We can't all be uh, us assured to you, right? God, yeah. Like, like, wow. It's, yeah, no, you think about Asa Shodi being Yokozuna by this right time. now becoming Yokozuna at fucking 21? Like, yeah, Ochi Huh? Ochi Oh, We got it. No, I'm, <laughs> I do not want to put that on the kid. That is, no, uh, that is no. highly unfair. He's young, but still, like, <laughs> yeah. that can imagine becoming Yoko, Yokozuna before um, you even get your top knock going. <laughs> uh, I would die. I would be so happy. But, like, you look around at who's, who's in Magashira. Yeah. Who's in Makauchi? Who's in even Upper Judeo? Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. I, it's nonsense to imagine someone at that age being yeah. that good and consistently that good. Yeah. Just what was... I'll yeah. assure you is just nonsense. And then Hokuho, Hakuho came around to like bought out the sun. Yeah. And take all of his shine and accomplishment away from him. But yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wild. And to be even, and to be a bigger heel, not just like right, right. He wasn't just better than him. He was even more of a of a like he, like he he is the evil guy gene. Like you you were like up here like being like a cool heel, and he was like no no I will hanker to become Yokozuna. Like you don't even understand how this is about to go, <laughs> and then I will never lose again. <laughs> just never wild. again. Just wild. Uh, so yeah, for uh, sure you. Right, it's hard for him. But that said, Terunofuji is now eight and zero. Koto Shoho is on the road to Kachikoshi. He is one and seven with six straight losses. Seven straight losses. He he won on day one. 
Yeah. So, yes. Let's hope that tomorrow goes a little smoother for him. Our leaderboard is Tedano Fuji. That's it. <laughs> We're not going to, to, to state who has uh, one loss. Meisei and Asanoyama. There we go. They're still and, in contention. Uh, who else? Who's on two? Is there too many people on two? Yes, there's a lot of people on six yeah, wins. So can, we're not reading all of them. They can stay where they're at. Absolutely. Y'all got to win more. Except for how short are you? He has to keep hoping people pull out. <laughs> Apparently that's how he gets his wins this tournament. Oh, you look, it? can you imagine? Hmm? Huh? No, I haven't stopped it. Can you imagine becoming, uh, like, getting, like, ten wins with, like, three Fusins in there? I mean, getting, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, they would, like, they would have to take that into account, right? Yes, I think it's, like, 11 wins, but, like, he would have only had eight if it wasn't for the fact that people kept against him. Yeah. Wild. Oh, what I was looking for was... I mean, was... it sucks because, like, it's not your fault that you happen to all. get the Fusin victory. But no. at the same time, can you really count that towards, like, considering a uh, promotion? I don't know. That's That's tough. They'll give you the win, I guess. So who knows? Yeah. Um, it is a victory for you. Right. Obviously. I was checking. Tomorrow is. We couldn't do it today because whatever. So tomorrow is Teruno Fuji versus Meisei. Ah. Because sure. Yep. That's it. I wanted to get to the fact that they're putting the big match on a Monday on a mon- instead on of a Monday. Because you know. Yeah. Cool. Meisei could have gone in. Meisei seven and zero. Versus Teruno Fuji seven and zero. You know, a little... Yeah, yeah. Like, Meisei can still bring Tedano Fuji down. Oh, sure. But it's a little spicier with they're both when they're both at undefeated. Seven yeah, they're both you know? going for their Kachikoshi. So, both, yeah. yeah. But anyway, we will return tomorrow for our regularly scheduled episode.